Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, there is a, a, a protest demonstration, call it what you will, coming up on the 2nd of March, which is... Sunday week, uh, it's being held at the Plaza City Hall between 11 and 1. The hope is and the plan is that there'll be other ones around the country uh, at the same time. Uh, as part of Eating Disorder Awareness Week and organised by Mind Everybody, uh, this demonstration will be about the shortage of services for people living or suffering with an eating disorder. Uh, because we know there are thousands of them and only some of them ever get treatment. And thankfully, some of them do get good treatment and get cured and get their eating disorder under control. But there are so many people languishing in agony and their families desperately, desperately worried about them because they can't get the treatment. People are dying before their eyes and they can't get the treatment because the facilities are not there. So part of this event on the 2nd of March will be aimed at drawing attention to that and looking for more services for these people. Luna joins me. Luna, you had an eating disorder or developed an eating disorder when you were 12. How are you now? Good morning. Uh, hello, PJ. Um, yeah, I'm doing relatively well now. Um, I am mostly recovered from my eating disorder um, but I'm still very passionate about it as it's something I struggled with for so many years yeah. and I have so many friends who are still struggling with the same problems. Would you care to sh- share that story with me? You, you discovered at 12 you had a problem. It, it dawned, Did it dawn on you that you had a problem at 12? Um, yeah, I mean, I knew I had a problem. It's just I didn't have any willingness to get help at the time. Uh, the thing with eating disorders is, is it's one of the main conditions. There aren't many conditions where you don't want to get help. But with an eating disorder, that's often how it can present itself because the behaviours are so addictive. I guess you could compare it to being a drug addict and you don't want to get clean. It's very similar in that way. In what way did it manifest itself? Did you starve yourself or did you binge or what did you do? Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, it was, uh, at first it was restricting my calories and uh, an obsession with exercise as well. Okay. And how sick did you get? Um, I was, well, if I remember back, I guess I was missing a lot of school because I was just so weak and dizzy and obviously, you know, I was 
pretending if it was other things and whatnot because I didn't want to tell anyone. Mm. Um, I guess it was easier for me to hide um, because I wasn't sick then. And I guess that's an important part of our message as well, that there is no one shape to um, an eating disorder that some people are healthy weight, underweight, overweight, and you can still have an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not always visible. That's that's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. At what point you reached out for help eventually? Uh, yeah. Um, I suppose when I was around sixteen, I was struggling a lot with my eating disorder and also with depression. So I did tell my counsellor at that point I was referred to CAMS. Um, and luckily I got in quite quick in comparison to some people because I was almost 17 and, you know, then I would have been waiting for adult services, so they wanted to get me seen. Um, so I was in counselling with CAMS for a while. I was also on a waiting list for CAREDS, which is the Child and Adolescent Eating Disorder Service in Cork. But unfortunately, I was on the waiting list so that's, long. That's that a new, I by the way, thinking. Luna, that's a new one on me. I've never heard of that one before. Yeah, it's not very well known. I think it has only been established in the past few years and they do have quite small numbers they can take on okay. still. And okay, so there got, still is no service for adults. You got help around the time, 17, 18, but the intervening years between 12 and, and 18, let's, 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 let's focus on that. Do, do you know why it started? Um, personally for me, it was, I was bullied a lot when I was younger due to my weight and also around the age of 12, I got involved with online grooming, which was very traumatic for me and caused me a lot of mental distress. Okay. And that's what you kind of put your disorders down to, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You mentioned as well that... An eating disorder is strange in that most people don't want the treatment. Does that mm-hmm. mean, Luna, that you are that some people know they need it, they know there's something wrong, but they don't want to get treated because because why? Um, I guess it's just it's like a drug. It gives people such pleasure to see the numbers on the scale going down to see oh I only ate this much today it becomes very addictive all those numbers um, it's like a drug that's the best way to compare it it's very comforting for people and obviously if people are losing weight and they're very happy they don't want someone to come in and stop that which is obviously what happens in treatment Yeah, and then you say you you take pleasure from the the numbers on the scales going down, but but surely when you look at yourself then, and your bones are sticking out or whatever, mm-hmm. does what does the the evidence of your eyes from the mirror uh, in front does that not do you, or do you not see it? Yeah, for a lot of people, like uh, the term body dysmorphia, you might not see. How other people see you, you might see yourself as bigger. And for a lot of people with eating disorders, once they're in it for long enough, 
the goals keep going down like you might start with a goal of being a healthy weight and you want to be underweight um, and because it's so it, it it develops in that way and a lot of people their end goal is to be skin and bone and you know in certain places online that's perpetrated a lot yeah. Um, that that should be what you should look like, especially as a teenage girl. There's a very dark community, isn't there, as well, Luna, mm-hmm. online? Yeah. Promoting anorexia. I've covered this a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inspiration I, and other such websites. Yeah. yeah. I, have def- I definitely was looking into that a lot uh, during the worst parts of my eating disorder. Um, I think there's not enough of an effort by social media companies to take down those hashtags, those group chats. Um, mm. They are very toxic. Um, it's essentially people with eating disorders supporting other people to get more sick um, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Question, did you know, say no, maybe when you're 15, 14 and a half, 15, did you know this was a sickness at that point? Yeah, I did. I did. So you knew you were sick? Yeah. I was just terrified of the thought of having to gain weight or having to have normal eating habits. Right. And how did your family and your closest friends, I mean, they must have noticed? Um. Yeah, I... Did tell some of my friends before I would have told my parents and stuff. I suppose my parents was the main thing I was afraid of because obviously they would actually have the power to get me into treatment and stuff. Um, well, if it existed, which it doesn't really. Um, I suppose with parents and stuff, there isn't a lot of education. That generation wouldn't have been taught about a lot of mental health conditions, specifically this, because it's so... It's so complex and confusing, and I really think um, that's one of our goals for the protest as well, is that the services would kind of be educating families more because it's very confusing to them, like, why won't my child just eat? Yeah, why won't she just eat? She's, she's fading away to skin and bone before my very eyes. It's clear she's hungry, but mm-hmm. yet I make her a dinner and she won't eat it. She's mm-hmm. clear she's hungry. Mm-hmm. Must be very hard, like, for a parent. Yeah. I mean, I'm a parent myself. You know, the one thing that you would do for your children, whether they're seven or 27, mm-hmm. is you ensure they have enough to eat. Yeah. You know? And your mother your mother or father must have been there going, but, but Luna, you're not eating. You must be hungry. Yeah. Would you not yeah. eat? They what were what sure. would you say? To, what would you say to them when they'd say, "Would you not eat?" Um, a lot of times I'd make excuses. I'd pretend I had a little bit extra earlier, or occasionally, a lot of people do this. You kind of pick at it and maybe eat a few bites and then throw it away. Did you hide food? Um, sorry. Did you hide it? Uh, yeah, on occasion, um, and then I guess. When my eating disorder kind of developed, I also developed um, bulimic tendencies. So then it was, yeah, I can eat the food, but then I can get rid of it in a sense. Yeah. So 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 to mum or dad, 
let's mm-hmm. speak, Mom, to Mom, Mom put the dinner in front of you, bit of yeah. shepherd's pie, and you, you ate the shepherd's pie. Mom yeah. smiled and was happy and said, my little girl is eating, I'm delighted with life. Mm-hmm. And then you went upstairs and purged. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of the case, I suppose. So that got it Mom off your back, but brought another problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is incredibly dangerous. Um, oh, yeah. It's for your stomach and your liver and everything. Yes. And knowing in yourself that you're sick, you were you ever, were you very afraid of of that? Did did you think that it would kill you, or did you think that there was no hope? Um, I guess I also struggled a lot with depression at the time, as a lot of people do. So I honestly don't think I would have been too concerned if it did kill me because I was in that headspace where I didn't really care if I died. Okay. And what about your friends, Luna? We all have that one friend or we all should have had that have that one friend who will, as they say, tell you not what you want to hear yeah. but what you need to hear. Did you have that one friend who said, come on, Luna, this this is wrong, this isn't... Yeah. Did you have that friend? Yeah, I, I suppose I did. Um, and uh, I, I guess my main, my best friend, she also has struggled with an eating disorder, but we're both, obviously, we, we don't perpetrate that onto each other. We're very supportive towards sure. each other. And because she knows what it's like, it, it was nice to have that. Um, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Did you push people away then when they tried to... Yeah, yeah, I, I guess so at times, especially my parents, I get into a lot of big arguments with them about it. I'd be like, I'd pretend I want to go to sleep instead of... Have- hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style my dinner or whatever yeah yeah and you think back on your when you think back on 16 year old Luna now what do you think mm-hmm. what do you think uh, I have a lot of empathy for that part of myself um, and I kind of feel a little bit angry that I wasn't when I tried to access the help, that the help wasn't necessarily there. Yeah. Yeah. So, that comes that... It's a bit like addiction services, isn't it, Luna? Because there yeah. you were, the day arrived, the moment arrived, when you said, I need help and I need it now, it wasn't there. Yeah. And in that moment then, if you didn't get the help you needed, you could be back to square one overnight am I right yeah yeah definitely um I mean deciding you need help and like you know friends and family 
was the reason I recovered, but it would have been so much easier if I had counselling specific to eating disorders. Yeah. Explore that with me. It's not there, is it? Specific eating disorder counselling, no? Uh, unless you're going private, really, no. There is this uh, child and adolescent service, but that is very low numbers. There's no... It would in Cork anyway. There's no um, eating disorder service for adults. Um, and even the main uh, mental health services are not very educated on eating disorders. Uh, my experience with the main adult service was a lot of you don't really have an eating disorder, you're not thin. Um, and even GPs, I find, I think GPs should have a lot more education on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard that said before, Luna, that a nurse said to a young woman, well, you couldn't possibly have an eating disorder, your normal weight. Mm-hmm. But uh, not realising that an eating disorder is purely based on your brain, on your thoughts, not on your weight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad to know that you're well now. Um, but here's the thing. Is what, what, may I ask what age you are now? I'm 19. You're 19. Oh, good. So you're in good shape now at 19. So you, it's, it's, it's recent enough. Um, yeah. You'd be a digital native, I think is fair to say, would you? Uh, yeah. Right. Do you think that the online space, Luna, is dangerous for young people who might be like yourself, who, like you are at 12, who might be vulnerable? Yeah, definitely. There are... So if you're a vulnerable young person who maybe doesn't have many friends, has gone through bullying, there is a lot of threats like these communities that can reel you in and become a safe place and uh, a lot of times it's oh these people want me to do this and these people are my friends um, and I don't have any other friends so this must be right uh, and happen and even just even when you go to the general media the uh, prevalence of diet culture uh, that yeah. can be quite extreme can be very triggering for and models that are skin and bone being shown in every magazine yeah how do, how do you feel for example Luna about something like Operation Transformation on the telly um I think at times it is fine but I've, I've definitely I used to watch that a lot with my parents I've definitely seen some moments over the years where uh, you could look at that person with an eating disorder and say wow, they really are not being mindful about what they're saying to these people and how it could affect their mental health. Yes. Time. The vulnerabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Come back to the online space and the young person. I was interested in something <laughs> you said there. You said that the young person who's vulnerable, that they'll come across an online group and, yeah. you know, the message will be, well, look, you don't need other friends. You don't need other people. We're your friends. And guess what? All those problems you have, they'll go away if you lose the weight. Yeah. They'll yeah. go away I, if you're thin. They'll go away if you're... Is that kind of thing out there? Yeah. Yeah, it's... 
um, very prevalent on... Um, there's an app called Kick. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. That is a very toxic space for that kind of thing. What's also, it called, uh, Luna? Uh, K-I-K is K-I-K. the name of it. It's a messaging yeah. app. I remember it years yeah. ago coming yeah. across it. I had an That's account for... I had an account on it for a a time, and then I deleted it because I thought it was fairly useless. But that's, yeah. That's one of the places that's very prevalent as well. That app is uh, chaos with pedophiles and those sort of groups and uh, pro-suicide messages and whatnot. Um, But it's on on the general apps as well. Like, if you search hard enough, it's on Instagram, it's on TikTok. Telegram? Uh, yeah, probably because that's quite encrypted. So you know, yeah. people would like to go there. Yeah, or well, TikTok. I'll, you'll find I'm I'm, a, I'm just more a, I'm more a, a viewer than a user of TikTok, <laughs> and I think God Almighty, anything you want is on TikTok to the point of anything that yeah. you should never be allowed to see. It's on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of controversies about, you know, videos going out of people committing suicide and they take too long to take them down and whatnot. What about Instagram? Um, Yeah, it would probably be on there too. I think usually the mainstream apps are pretty quick to take down certain hashtags that would have this context in them, but then uh, usually the communities will adopt like some sort of code word that seems innocent and then Posted mm. under that. Mm, they'll take, they're a bit more. Yeah, there are certain hidden messages, code words, code hashtags, that mm. kind of thing. Pictures, embedded pictures, or whatever. That, yeah. Yeah, there's the kind of the gateway to a secret community is is there. It's more yeah. on the, more on the off means. Like so, so you so you're 19 now, and you mm-hmm. say that you're well, which is fantastic. Um. But to come to the event that's on the 2nd of, of, of March, you mm-hmm. believe at 19, the fact that you're well, you're one of the lucky ones, and it's oh, not so much thanks to, it's despite what's out there. Yeah, completely. And, like, I'm one of the lucky ones, but, like, I, in in that way, I don't think it's... Uh, recovering from an eating starter isn't a straight thing. I still have bad days, and even when I'm eating normally, I'm still thinking about it a lot. Okay. Um, and all that would be so much easier if I had someone to talk to about it who was trained in it. Yeah. But there's a thing. Some people, you mentioned you get addicted to the feeling. Mm-hmm. And you said earlier on that some people get so addicted to that feeling that they don't get treatment sometimes until it's too late. Like, yeah. if you're an alcoholic, you stop drinking. If you're a drug addict, you stop taking drugs. If you're a gambling addict, you stop gambling. We have mm-hmm. to eat to live. That must make yeah. it doubly hard to deal with this. Um, yeah, because, um, you know, food food is everywhere. Uh, all, a lot of menus nowadays have calories on them, um, or you can search it up quite easily if not, yeah. um, which can be very triggering uh, for some people. Because we become, we have become obsessed with calorie menus, calories being on, on menus. And somebody wanted, I don't know if they did, but somebody wanted to make a law out of it a few years ago. Yeah, and... 
I can see their points in terms of obesity and whatnot, but all angles need to be considered in terms of how this can affect thousands of people across the country who are struggling with similar things. Mm-hmm. So wh- if you were to give me three things, Luna, that you at 19 now, and thankfully, and as I said, I can't say enough how delighted I am for you that you're doing well, but you at mm-hmm. 19 now that you're doing well, give me three things that maybe three or four years ago might have helped you? Um, so, to have a, obviously, a shorter waiting list on the service that was there, for sure. Um, to have the professionals um, trained in the fact that uh, it isn't just anorexic people who are underweight who have eating disorders um, and also I suppose to give families uh, that have eating disorders within them more training mm. and is it something lastly we talk about again bring it to an, an addiction situation mm-hmm. good addiction therapies deal with the family as a whole yeah. Should should treating should eating disorder treatment plans involve the family as a whole so that they understand what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, uh, you, I mean, when I hear about the treatments in other countries, usually that is how it works. There will be um, group sessions with the family, and you know, maybe educational courses for the family and whatnot. I spoke to somebody one time, Luna, who had been dealing with an eating disorder, a bit older than yourself now. Mm-hmm. And they were in a good place when we spoke, but they reminded me that, look, we've now been talking for 15, 20 minutes. I need to gather myself together now to get on with the rest of the day so I don't slip. So I hope that that's not the situation for you, that talking to me and being as honest and open as you have been, I hope you'll be okay now for the rest of the day. Yeah, no, I mean, I think in recent times with promoting the protests and stuff, I've gotten quite used to talking about my experience. Good. And I, I find it so important that I do. It does cause me a little bit of discomfort, obviously, but I think that discomfort is very much worth it to get the message out there. Okay. I wish you well with your continued recovery and, and uh, your continued attempt to bring awareness to this. Luna, thank you so much. 0818-96-96-96. We will podcast that interview immediately after the show. Uh, the Eating Disorder Awareness Week is in March and the 2nd of March, City Hall campaigning for more services. Among the things they're looking for and we'll be talking about at that event on the 2nd of March, Sunday week, will be more direct access, early intervention, cutting of waiting lists, support for carers and families, more inpatient facilities, extra beds, more recruitment of staff who actually understand eating disorders. There's a big long list. They'll be at City Hall Sunday, 11 to 1. It's also a reminder to mention to you BodyWise. We've spoken to them before. Wonderful organisation, BodyWise, uh, about dealing with eating disorders and if you've concerned about anybody or you're concerned about yourself bodywise.ie b-o-d-y-w-h-y-s bodywise and alex a-l-e-x at bodywise.ie Corks 96 FM
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.